Welcome to the show. It's Real Talk with the Six Man. I'm your host, the Six Man. This podcast is uncut, unscripted, and we talk about a wide range of topics such as black entrepreneurship, social injustice, education, finances, the family dynamic, Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter, and mental health, along with many more. It's a Real Talk podcast to empower, educate, encourage, uplift, and inspire, and to allow others to be better than they were yesterday. You're listening to my daddy, the sixth man. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday I gotta be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday We gotta be better, do better, that's every minute, every second uh. Drop a juice, hope you collecting them. The voice of the people, we all gon' get heard. This real spill, never clear what I say. Always tuned in, never tuned out. Gotta stay walking, be a sleepwalker. Gotta stand up, got too many stand out. Stay ready, like the six man of the year. We up now. We, we, we up now. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday. No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better. Welcome back to the show, y'all. Welcome back, man. It's Real Talk with the Six Man. Um, and tonight, man, we're going to kind of get into something that's a little serious, man. Um, you know, it's, it's happening in our community more um, more and more every day. And I think I went on live um, a couple weeks ago and briefly talked about it. Um, and I actually got a lot of feedback. Like, I got a lot of people who called me, who um, inboxed me, um, and, you know, had a lot of you know, conversation for me. So I thought that um, I would bring in a guest, man, that kind of knows this thing firsthand. And, you know, and we talked about it a bit and we've actually, you know, dealt with um, this type of situation before um, last year. And I think that um, it was one of these conversations that I think needed to be had, but we wanted to make sure the timing was right. I wanted to give him time to make sure he was good and just make sure that, you know, once we start talking about it, that we kind of, you know, fill the gap and, you know, allow people to understand, you know, some of the things that we, you know, that we're going to talk about this evening. But for, first and foremost, I want to introduce my man, Mark Williams. Man, we went to school together. So we both, you know, Baloo Knights from the South Side. Um, and, you know, um, first and foremost, I will say that, you know, when I met Mark, you know, a Baloo, man, we was, we was kids. You know what I mean? We was just running and gunning and doing what we do. And I think now as we've gotten older, we both recognize that we we've had like a special talent the whole time and now we've tapped into it and people are recognizing that you know the talents that we do have that we're actually you know giving back and 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 honoring the gifts that we do have the best way we know how so my man mark you know he's actually been up um ball eagle for a long time how how long you been up ball eagle 
off and on since, since 90, 90, 99. 99. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so a, a ball Eagle since 99. And I think that, you know, since then, you know, he's actually impacted the community, um, you know, to me in, in a very special way because he's been dealing with these young men. And he actually, you know, with a group of guys up there with him started this program, you know, called the Young Men of Promise. And I was actually able to go up there not too long ago and kind of talk to the young men. We put it on social media. We put it on um, on YouTube. And, you know, I, I, I got some feedback from it. And I, I think the first... I think the first week I put it up on YouTube, it was like 200 hits mm, okay. on on YouTube. You know what I mean? I think that a lot of people do want to be in the community. They, they do want to get involved. But a lot of times when I talk to people, they always talk about how, you know, they don't have enough time and, you know, things of that nature. So I'm thinking, you know, for me, I'm a busy man too. But I think at the end of the day, if it's something that you really want to do, you got to make time. You got to make time. So, so I want you to kind of just talk to the people real quick about, you know, um, your your interaction, you know, with Bald Eagle, um, the the young man of promise, and kind of you know bring us up to speed to you know 1999 up to now with those young men and what you've been doing. Okay, so yeah, man, uh, I grew up in that neighborhood, Bald Eagle, uh, Oak Park, Wingate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that wreck was like a lifesaver for me. You know what I'm saying? You know, all all of my friends was you know what I'm saying selling drugs. Stealing, banging, you know what I'm saying? It was a time that I would have one foot in that joint, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was getting locked up, stealing clothes and shit, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So that wreck, the people at the wreck was like, man, they saw the potential in me. Right. And every time, every chance they got, man, they would always snatch me off that joint, man. You need to be in this basketball program. You need to be in this team club program. Right. You need to be in this fashion show, you know what I'm saying? Any little thing that keep me off the street, away from that crew that I was hanging with, they kept me in there. So... I'm gonna say graduation time had a had a son. I ain't really had no direction. Uh, didn't want to really go to school. So the lady, Miss Jones, she was like, "Man, you need you need to let me get you a job up here. I don't need you in the streets. Let me get you a job. You got a talent for for these youngins and and the community. I'm gonna show you how you do it. Make it turn into a profession." So oh, okay, Miss Jones, she put me on, and uh, man, I, I've been there ever since. I've been like dipping and dabbing uh, at different wrecks. I was at Ball Eagle, Congress Heights. Uh, hot, uh, everywhere in Southeast, but probably uh, Berry Farms. Okay. Everywhere in Southeast, Berry Farms. Okay. But I've been at Ball League was like my longest. Okay. So that's they, been your longest tenure spot. Longest tenure, yeah. Okay. So it, it, they kind of recognized that the passion I had because that was my community. You know what I'm saying you do more for your community when you grew up. Right. So they like, I'm gonna put you at, keep you at Ball League when you right. just do you. So man, like I said, I've been there ever since, man. Just just creating. Different avenues, different opportunities for the youngest man. Just actually giving back, cause that was like my passion. The thing that they did for me, I'm doing it for for the next. And I feel the you same way. I feel like you know, there's a lot of people who stuck their neck out on for me. You know what no I mean? Doubt. I mean, especially when you know I, I needed these people to come to court for me mm -hmm. and you know be these character witnesses mm -hmm. and saying you know this is a good kid. Right. And it's like you know they do that for me, and then you know a couple weeks later, I need more character mm -hmm. witnesses. Mm -hmm. So it's like. Mm -hmm. When when you go when you gonna get your act straight, you know what I'm saying, and so um you know me, you know people who know me knew me you know as a um as a as a quiet kid you know but I tell everybody once I you know went to Henley, and I had a couple incidents where a guy was you know beating me up all the time and you know I was fighting him back but I mean he was too, I was in the fifth or sixth grade I think he was in the seventh or eighth grade and I mean when you you know, got a year or two up on a on on a, on a person. You know, you you got strength, you got wisdom, you got so many things. So you bound to get your ass whooped. Mm -hmm. So I remember talking about you know um, talking to an old head when I was going home one day, 
um, and I bought a gun. And it was like after I bought that thirty eight mark, it just I tell anybody it changed my life. And I mean, I I never, I never boast or brag that I had the gun. Mm. It was just one of them things where if I really needed it, if I if I really felt like I needed to protect myself, I was gonna do you it. A, I was I was gonna do it. And I mean, of course, I was scared. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I didn't really know what the impact of having a gun was. Mm. But I mean, I had it if I needed yeah. it. So when I had the opportunity to talk to the kids up there. You know, and I know we tried to do it a couple times. Hey, big care what you're doing. I'm like, man, I'm out of town, or I'm doing this, or I'm running. So I, I was, I was actually happy that I had time to go up there and talk to the kids because it, 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 it did something for me. And I told a friend of mine, I was like, I was watching them kids, and I saw them in me. You know what I mean? I mean, I saw myself in them. Exactly, exactly. So I think for you, the same passion is that you know you you look at them and you see yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, young. You know. Um, not 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 full of you know um, negativity, but want to do something. Yeah. But where's that yeah, path? Yeah, yeah. You know, with, who who gonna help me? You know, when I'm when I'm messing up, who gonna come and talk mm -hmm. to me? You know what I mean? So, um, talk about the inspiration behind you know starting the Young Men of Promise and, and give people you know um, you know a little bit of background on that and when did it start for you? Okay, so uh, like we had this and the rest they had this this boys program called the Boys to Men. And when I came in as as a youngin, uh, I was led by the OGs and, and the rep, and they they pumped this program. But like throughout the years, people went in, people quit, people got fired. That program kind of died out. Okay. So it was like a void for boys mentoring program in our department, mm -hmm. especially on our side. You know, so on the southeast southwest side. Absolutely. And then they created another like program, but it wasn't geared towards the south side. Okay. So I was like, man, I, too many youngers was dying, too many youngers going to jail. Always, man, just everybody falling through the cracks. I was like, man, let me just, I, I got the knowledge, I got, I got the resources. Let right. me just go ahead and just do my own thing, man. Right. Just create this thing called Young Men of Promise. I got my man Reggie up Congress Heights. Big Reggie. Yeah, Mr. Bowden. They was, they held Congress Heights down. So I uh, combined the youngers from Southside, from Southwest, with the youngest of Congress Heights. Okay. And we just created this this program, man, that's been effective for, for a long time, man. And we, like I said, that's just infused everything that I got from the old heads with the Boys and Men program and kind of like updated it, revamped it to this generation. Okay. So like this program, we, we do the one-on-one -on -one and group mentoring. Uh, when did you start it? I want to say this was like 2007. Seven, 2000, okay. 2007, 2006. And this is now 2020 and you're yeah, still doing yeah, it. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's been effective, man. A lot of the parents, they come and ask me about it and tell me how effective it is, the teachers. You know what I'm saying? So we got to keep it going. We only get the resource that we need, but right. man, what we do have, we, we make it work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Right. Yeah, we got, we, we got, this year we got about 40, 40, 42 youngins. Okay. From all over Ward 8. Okay. In the program, and. They they fall off sometimes. We pick them back up. And and I mean this is Ball Eagle, so this is a uh a DC Parks and Rec Center. Yeah, yeah. So this is a, a free program yeah, free, stuff that free, you're doing. Uh, free, you know, just based off your resources of what mm -hmm. you have. So it's not like there's any money involved. Not, so I'm pretty sure that you know any uh, you know any adult that might hear this later on, you know, this might be something that you know you they, you may get a couple kids because I feel like if you can if you can touch one. You, you did your job, that's, right? That's but if you touch one and that one felt like it's changing his life, he going to immediately start telling his people. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. I mean, out of the couple of the youngest that I interviewed, I mean, you could tell they 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 generally, generally mm -hmm. are good kids. Yeah. But, of course, like me and you know, just stepping outside, yeah. it's a it's a, it's a a task. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you got your homies, 
you know, if you don't do this, you're a bitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, I mean, and, and of course, when you come home, you can't necessarily talk to mm-hmm. your folks, your exactly. mother and father about what you're going through. They just say, how was your day? Or oh, was I? Right. And it's not that yeah, detailed not that, yeah. conversation. Like, man, mom, you know, today a friend of mine wanted me to do this and this. And I feel like I, I want to be able to have that impact where these kids can have that um, relative um, relationship with us to be like, man, Mr. Kevin or Mr. Mm-hmm. Mark, you know, this will happen, that's and then that's when you can start feeding them. That's you know what I mean? Or oh, what happened? Oh, let me holler at you, Snap. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. if we can get that going the way you're doing it now, I think that'll be a major impact. Because I feel like you, I hear people always talking about the youngest wild, they crazy, they this, that, and the third. But I'm like, let's stop and think about it. What what do they have yeah, outside of what you saying that they doing now? Mm-hmm. Because again, I've I've been that youngin. Oh, look at this wild ass nigga stealing cars. He wild as shit. But at the end of the day, if somebody would have pulled me aside, if there would have been a program, Young Men of Promise, when I was, you know, 12, 13 years old, who knows how I would have turned out. And so I feel like if we take the opportunity now to snatch the youngest up now, sky's the limit for them. You know what I mean? Right, right now, man, as you know, man, the streets ain't what it was when we was coming up. Nah. Like, when we was coming up, even though we was doing our dirt, man, we had the OGs that was on the block, man. Like, nah, Charlotte, that ain't, that ain't what yeah, you do. Yeah. Like, I met my man Troy, man. I lost my job, and I was out there just trying to trying to sell drugs. Don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No, man, what the, what, what the fuck are you doing, man? Man, mm-hmm. this ain't you, man. Like, get your ass back in the wreck, exactly. man. You know what I'm saying? We don't got exactly. that type of dialogue with the OGs now. They, they letting the youngest crash. And, 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 and when you think about it, I mean, the OGs now, they 25, that, 30 too. years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. So they don't really know exactly. no better. So they, they, you know, it's that song, uh, Blind Leading the Blind. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so, I mean, I think that it's a it's a real, you know, people want to talk about the, corona, the, the coronavirus. I was like, nah, that's not a pandemic. What's going on right now? You know, I, I, was, I tell anybody, I was reading an article and it was talking about the last 35 years. You know, on black on black, you know, murders in the in the country. You know, thirty five years we've lost over three hundred thousand black people, yeah, black on black crime, right? And I mean that number is a you know a small number compared to you know as many people it is you know on the planet, but just relatively to just black people black in people, general, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Thirty years, three hundred thousand. That's a lot of lies. Law about what? Crap games. Yeah. You Nothing, hit my girl, yeah, man. you hit my car, you stepped Bullshit, on my shoe. And I think about a lot of the stuff that we, how we got involved and got, you know, into beefs mm-hmm. with certain people. And when I think about it now, I will be like, Joe, yeah. what the fuck was we <laughs> really we beefing doing, about man? for real? Like, doing, I mean, like for real. So, I mean, to, to see this program and to see what you're doing, I was like, man, I got to, it kind of gave me a spark of like, you know what, Slim, you got to keep doing what you're doing. And I got a gift from a homie of mine not too long ago. He inboxed me. He was just like, look, I just want to send you a gift. And the gift was just basically saying, Slim, keep doing what you're doing because you got people listening. And I mean, I remember when I first started this, it was like I wasn't getting a certain type of feedback thinking, like, was I really impacting Mm -hmm. people? But Mm -hmm. then when I go out or if I saw people or they saw the logo on my shirt, they'd be like, oh, six man. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. man, I listened to your part. I was Mm -hmm. like, wait, what? So it's like like you just don't know your reach. And now when I went from one platform to the next, so the platform that I'm on now is Anchor, mm-hmm. but Anchor was bought by Spotify. Okay. So it's that's already a a, a mm-hmm. bigger platform. And then when I got linked up to um, Apple Podcasts, it was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> now, now we now we yeah. really doing something, mm-hmm. right? And so you know, I would say you know you don't do what you do. 
because you feel like you have to. You know, you do it out of the kindness of your heart. And I think that's where the nature of the beast kind of calms itself because these kids like, man, Mr. Mark really yeah. been out there. He know what's going on. He telling me right from wrong. So give me like one of these stories that you've seen young men of promise really work and how you've developed a young man. Because I heard some stories about, you know, people who came and they and they and they left. They they've had their success stories, and they even come back. Mm -hmm. And I think that you know, if I decided to start like a nonprofit, I want that to be an open door policy. Like yeah. if you come in and you start with us, like the first you know you know class that we do, and you go out here and you start living life, and you successful. I don't want you to you know walk away. Yeah, I want you to come that. back That's as it. much as possible, so these kids can see that this is really work. What we doing is That's really it. working. So give me a. Uh, you know, like a, a a goodwill story of you know one younger in particular that you that you've seen kind of you know this thing really worked for him. Well, this was probably before this in this infancy stage. It's probably before the young men of promise was kind of like structured. But we had a group of guys. My man Will, uh, he now he with the uh, he was at the uh, the thing with us when he spoke before. Oh, okay, you. okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so I had Will when he was young, man. Okay. And man, anything he and he needed, would uh, cure the streets, cure right? The streets. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So him and this whole little crew, it was about a good six or seven of them, man. You can see that one foot in, one foot out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And at that time, that's a that's a that's a mean. Not to cut yeah. you off, but that's a mean process. Man, it is because people don't understand when you ten toes in, you know, it's hard to take them toes out mm -hmm. because now you. You know, you're not making the money. Mm -hmm. You not you 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 feel like you're not gonna get a certain type of recognition. But as you get older, you like man, yeah. this shit ain't even yeah. worth it. But I'm gonna yeah. let you finish. Yeah. So man, his whole little crew, man, they they ten five five feet in, five toes in, five toes out, man. Mm -hmm. And and our little area, this little block we live in Oak Park, you got the corner store. That's where all the the, the, the gambling and the, the hustling and all that shit. I remember and, I used to be scared to walk past that. Yeah, time. man, and. This circle mean because it's like man these these youngers they they get off on a little two hundred I don't even gonna say two hundred dollars a hundred dollars they get yeah. you know what I'm saying thinking they hustling this shit right. taking penitentiary chances for for that bullshit you yeah. know what I'm saying so yeah. with them guys man I always man always whatever it was man basketball football whatever the fuck y'all want to do I'm gonna do it man and this right. was outside of rec you know what I'm right. saying outside of resources that I had, man. I had five dollars in my pocket, you ten dollars in my pocket, man. Y'all right. got just to keep y'all off that off that motherfucker strip. Right. And every time you come back, they will come back like man, Mark man, you just don't know how much you taking us off that block for that 10, 15 minutes. Right. With that save day. save my life, man. Right. And I get that from all of them all the time, man. Just the little small things that you do, man, it it mattered, man. Right. It mattered. And right. like now he he taking that same stance. And he's doing the same thing that I did for him with okay. the youngest now. So yeah. he, he in this Cure the Street thing real hard. Yeah. He taking the youngest every weekend to different uh, events. And this is all out of his own pocket. He told me today, man, he trying to start up this uh, this business to teach him entrepreneurship. Right. Teach him how to do uh, make money. So, mm -hmm. I mean, to see that, man, is... is Right, man. You just don't know, man. Right, right. I told him, man. Anything you need, man. I, man, I Let got me you. Know. I right. got you. Right, that's a good feeling. I got you. Because when I was there, and we talked with the youngers. I mean, we chopped it up, and it was just like, wow. Like, I mean, you you don't realize the impact. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, you know, I I can't I can't be I can't be um I can't I can't sugarcoat it. Mm -hmm. At all. I got to literally, you know. Sometimes, you know, I think when I first started this, you know. My brother, he, I mean, you know, of course your family is your biggest supporter. Yeah. And, you know, 
growing up on Sixth Street in that green door, you know, we we got plenty of stories. Mm-hmm. And I think when I first started, he listened to a couple of them. He called me. He was like, "You think um, you think it's cool that you sharing everybody? You know, sharing mm-hmm. every, all that with everybody?" I was like, "I don't know yet." Yeah. I said, "But when I did it, it felt right. Yeah. It felt like the right thing to do. It felt like, you know, people who didn't know me or knew of me." Or knew me but really didn't know me, wanted to know why I was, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. maybe so aggressive mm-hmm, or why mm-hmm. I was, you know, use foul language or call women bitches or, you know, exactly. and, and now in this transition, you know, you know, each episode gives them a bit of me and they like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I can see why yeah. he probably think like that. Yeah. Or I can see why his attitude was probably mm-hmm. like this because they don't know they you. Don't know, yeah. I mean, when I got to Dale State Slim, I, I mean, Tony Man, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, pun, he'll tell you, you know, when they came up, it wasn't no different. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were still in school, yeah. but we had this, Same. the leash, we ain't had no right. leash. Yeah. We ain't had, you know, moms and dads and telling us mm-hmm. what to do. We was just our own person. Right. So, I mean, when I got to Dale State Slim, I mean, I, I had, you know, reconfigured myself to a whole different animal because yeah. now I'm a grown man, exactly. but I'm an animal mm-hmm. on top of that. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I mean, it, it was, it was, it was crazy, but I think the transition from elementary school junior high school, high school, and then the college was like, you know, wow. Mm-hmm. And now people that knew me in all phases of life look at me like, Slim, good job. Right, right. I'm like, for real? Hey, Slim, keep doing mm-hmm. what you're doing, dog. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a good feeling. And, you know, when you, when I got this gift the other day, you know, it wasn't nothing, no, nothing crazy. You know, I posted it on IG, but I wanted to be honest. I was like, it made me get a little emotional because, of course, I had just recently lost my grandmother. So I had felt like I, I was in this fog. Like, I didn't know if I was going to record anymore. I didn't yeah, know yeah, if I was yeah. going to, you know, be able to keep focused. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And then I remember a homie was just like, hey, Slim, look, don't don't think about it no more. Yeah. Just just stay focused. Do what you've been doing. Be Stay busy. Mm-hmm. And when the time is right, you're going to know, you know, when the time mm-hmm. is right. And so Slim sent me the gift, and it was just a little little car, you know, on a little stationery. It was just saying, Slim, you know, keep doing what you're doing. We love your topics, man. Don't, man, people really listening to you, man. I'm proud of you. But it was the stationery that it was on. Yeah. So the stationery that the note was on was from ABC Networks. Okay. And in my mind, I was like, is that a sign? Yeah. Like, is this dude trying to <laughs> yeah. tell me something? Yeah. So I, I tell everybody, like, whenever I get an opportunity, man, you never know who watching you. So you kind of got to live your life as if somebody is watching you. So that way, if they feel like they want to attach themselves to you or they might have something for you, what's for you going to be for you? Mm -hmm. But you got to be in the right lane. Mm -hmm. If you out here bullshitting and doing other shit, they, oh, oh, yeah, I can't fuck with him. I can't do that. But if you out here, you you know, you doing what you supposed to, okay. Oh, he, oh, yeah, I'm going to come hard at him. You know what I mean? So now I'm at the point now I got to kind of be on my toes as much as I can because yeah. I feel like, you know, the youngest. Mm-hmm. or And I, I can't even say youngest. It's grown men. It's men, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's grown yeah. men watching me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I go around the south side, they be like, damn, boy, mm-hmm. you a man now. Because if you can do it, then shit. Exactly. I, I, I can do that shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so I remember, you know, one of the youngest from around the way, you know, like, he was drunk, but he was like, man, I'm proud of you. I was like, huh? He was like, man, I remember when you was out here. Yeah. I, I remember when, when yeah, mm-hmm. I he he just was like, yeah, I re, yeah, I remember when you was out. Here. He said, but you know, you one of these dudes that told us you was gonna go to college, yeah. and then you did it, mm-hmm. and then you actually left, and we ain't see you no more. Mm-hmm. 
And we would ask your brother, where Kevin at? Oh, man, he in college. Yeah. He in college. Mm-hmm. So just just that little bit, man, you know, if Kevin went to school, maybe I can get a yeah. job or maybe yeah. I can get my shit together. Yeah. Maybe. And so I got youngest now, you know, they graduated high school. They doing their own little catering thing. Mm-hmm. If they didn't have a trade, at least they working. Yeah. They taking care of their family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, it's, it's just, you, you just never know your impact, yeah. right? And so from... You know, you saying, you know, what I'm saying the '90s, you know, two, early 2000s to now. It's like you, you can you yeah. imagine how many kids yeah. you have impact? I mean, even if you don't know, even if they don't come and tell you, you have impacted a lot of kids, man. It's crazy, Kevin, because I don't really fully understand it, but I get it. Like once a month, like I'll see a kid, man. I had when he was like ten. I ain't seen him like three, four, five years. Right. Man, I just don't know, man. Impact you had on me, man. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I get that so often, mm-hmm. and it's it's it's, hum, it's humbling, mm-hmm. but it's still surprising that mm-hmm. just what I did, which ain't me? really much. I did that, yeah, which ain't really much, right? I mean, I, it ain't really much, but it goes a long way, right? And like when we be having these meetings and, and talking with the youngest, that's why I try to man just get all my guys who 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 doing something positive, doing something successful, who came from that environment, right? The same environment these youngest right. in. To come back and man speak, man, because that that's that ten fifteen minute conversation right. can change, can change, can change some lives. That's man. true. It can make a difference, man. That's true. It can make a difference because the youngest don't get that. Yeah, I, I, man, I'm seeing it every day, man. All they see is this bullshit, man, and right. that's what they riding with. Yeah. So if you see it, if that's all you see, yeah, man, I mean, that's what they gonna do. And, and we and we've had conversations and you know I, I remember one of the conversations that I had with you I was like you know we 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 as men in general you know can't keep allowing ourselves and I'm just gonna speak for men in general you know we can't keep allowing ourselves to you know have these babies and then just give the job of the mother and the father to the exactly. mother yeah, that's what we can't mean. do that yeah. you know what I mean because we giving her you know all power to raise him when she I mean not saying she can't raise him. But he needs fundamentals from a man, oh, man. Yeah. you know, Definitely. foundational Definitely. stuff that, you know, I, I, I told I told a young lady, I said, my thing is, I think that these young men are missing, you know, um, men in their lives. Just simply, simply put, because if a, if a young man is being raised by a female and he's in the house with his mother all the time, nine times out of ten, his reactionary skills, mm-hmm. his, his people skills, I mean, he's going to get everything from his, his mother. mother. So if his mother... Is somebody who's reactionary, emotional, want to argue, want to jump. You know, that's that's gonna be his attitude. You hit on the nail. Man. You know what I mean? That's gonna be his attitude. I mean, especially with these guns. Put, I mean, just but I'm about to say, put a, add a gun to you that. You know what I'm saying? To that emotion. And, 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 and so and so <laughs> now we looking at this thing a, a totally different way. I be hearing Merrill Biles to talk about how they. No, 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 no. We need programs with men. Mm-hmm. We. I mean, I understand you want to. You know, do all of this stuff, glam it up, you know, so you can get a PR and all that. No, 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 no. We need to ask men, hey, listen, can you be a man yeah. to some to some kids yeah. one Saturday a month, mm-hmm. you know, couple hours? Just just be a man. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they missing it. Yeah. And I know a lot of times I did this program um, in, um, I want to say it was Aberdeen. But it, was it Aberdeen? It might have been Aberdeen mm-hmm. or... I think it might have been Aberdeen, Maryland. It's called the Free State Challenge okay. Academy, and it was way out Maryland on this on this base. And it was an eighteen month program. And a friend of mine was like, "I got a son. Um, she was from the area. She was from uptown. 
and they had moved to Arkansas. Okay. And he had got into some slight shit, Mark, some slight mm-hmm. shit. And when I when I met him, I could tell he wasn't a bad kid. But she was like, he's smoking weed, he this and this. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. She was like, Kevin, but you just don't understand. He a, he not a he not a leader, he a follower. And then when she said that, I was like, oh, all right, let me meet him. Mm-hmm. Because I know what that means. Right. He can be led to, to Any, do anything, yeah. right? And so when I met him, he wasn't a bad kid. The, the program was 18 months. But I remember specifically, I mean, we, we finished the program. He doing a lot better now. Um, he wanted to do uh, graphic design and stuff. And um, he taking a little bit of classes at PG right. and he working. So he, exactly. you know what I'm saying? I, I felt like, you know, that was a, not a badge of honor, but I wrote, I wrote that thing all mm-hmm. the way out 18 months, mm-hmm. going up there to see him. Right. You know, and I remember one time I went to go see him, and we was at the table. We was just kind of chopping it up before we left, cause you, when you when I was able to go see him, they would let us leave the base okay. and like take him to go get something to eat, or gotcha. just cause they cause they pretty much on the mm-hmm. facility. But then when we come up the the mentors, we get to take them out, you know, kind of take them off the right. facility. But they still got keep they gotcha. they shit on. And um, I remember I'm sitting at the table and we just chopping it up and. Two of his mans and them that was that he was cool with up there came to the table. And we just started talking, and I remember his man was like, "Yeah, you know, for me, man, it's fucked up because I just had a son. I'm 16. I said, "Oh yeah, I had my daughter, my first daughter, when I was 17. You mm-hmm. should have saw his face. Yeah. He was like, "For real? Mm-hmm. He was like, "Man, so my baby mother." Was, and so I'm just now, yeah. now is a now it's just a flat out yeah. dialogue. Yeah. It's just a flat yeah. out conversation. Yeah. And by the time he got up, he had told me, "Man, that's a, oh oh for real," and I. Oh, that's a, I ain't never look at it like that. I mean, I was I was giving him so much in like a 10-minute span. Yeah. By the time he got up to the table, he didn't like give me the fake dap. I mean, yeah. Slim opened up his hand, yeah. gave me a yeah. chest to chest. I was like, oh, damn, for yeah. real? And by the time we got up on the table, it was like 10 youngers at the table. Yeah. And I didn't even realize, I mean, I'm talking to him, mm-hmm. but they don't even realize it's 10 youngers yeah. around me. Yeah. And yeah. all of them listen. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, I, I mean, I just feel like, you know, men in general, not saying that we got to, you know, Break our schedules and go yeah, do yeah. something outside of bounds, but yeah. I mean, the youngest need us. They do, and they, they yearn it for. They really want it too, man. Right, and they, they just they, don't know how to ask for it. Yeah, right, and it, so, man. and I mean, when I think about this, this epidemic, I'm gonna call it an mm-hmm. epidemic. You know, you know, fatherless children. I actually did an episode not too long ago on it, and I mean, it's real. I mean, it's it's fathers out here walking around with kids that's walking right past their kids and don't even don't know even that's their child. Yeah, that's that's the sad part. That's I mean, real. but the kids looking at the, the like, like at the parent like. Damn, I think that's my father. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then, if you don't know how to be a man, you don't know how to don't step to him. Step you don't know how to ask him. Is that you know? Mm-hmm. I be seeing these movies and you know, kids, father walk past, be like, damn, I think. But they don't say nothing out yeah, their mouth. Yeah. But then they go home. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't say nothing to the mother, and now got this yeah, rage building up. Yeah, yeah. And now they now they ask a question: Why my father not here? Mm-hmm. What you do? And it's just like I mean, at this point in my life, I just feel like. We got to hit him, and we got to keep hitting him. I'm like, even when I see him on the block, you know, with the little fake, you mm-hmm. know, oh, um, sir, can you help me out? I'm with the foundation. I'm, a little, I'm like, what's the name of the foundation? Right. Oh, it's called, I mean, and you reading me this script so fast, I'm like, cuz, <laughs> slow down. What's the name of the foundation? Mm-hmm. Where is it at? Mm-hmm. And, then, and, you, and you got this script down to a, mm-hmm. to a T. I'm like, cuz, yeah. this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you $5, mm-hmm. but I need you to get rid of that script. Yeah. And I need you to tell people why you really out here. Mm-hmm. What you mean, sir? I said, I want you to take that script and I want you to throw it in the trash. Mm-hmm. And really tell people why you out here. You broke? You homeless? Mm-hmm. He got quiet. Mm-hmm. I said, the thing about life now 
is you got to be as honest as possible. It ain't about being real. It ain't about being a thug. It's just about being honest with yourself, dog. I said, because you could be a violinist. You could be a pianist. You could be somebody that like tennis. But since you following these other dudes, you think you got to live life by this script. Exactly. Nah. Throw that script in the trash and really start telling people why you out here. And I guarantee you, you get a different, Mm -hmm. you know, outcome. That's real. That's and and I had and I haven't seen him since, real. but I guarantee you he threw that script away. That script. Yeah, yeah, that's real. You know what I mean? Because I feel like real. at the end of the day, Slim, you read me this script and you reading it so fast, and I can tell you, you <laughs> memorize the script. <laughs> but that's not that's not gonna get you nowhere because when you reading the script, somebody can be like, oh, I don't, I'm yeah. I'm good, man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good, chat, mm-hmm. and I've done it a lot. Yeah. But if you sincerely, how you doing, sir? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's going on, chat? My name is such and such, man. One time a nigga was like, man. Sir, I'm fucked up. I said, why you fucked up? And then he started telling me his story. I mean, even start tearing up a little bit. And so you, you, when you get that vibe, you're like, okay, Slim really yeah. fucked up. All right, so what I did was I went to Chick-fil-A. You know, I came right back, bought him something to eat. Then I gave him $20. And I told him, I said, Slim, this is not the life, dog. Standing in front of Wawa, asking people for money. I mean, I understand that you feel like you got to do it now because that's kind of what you oh, used you know, to. Yeah. But this is not the life, Slim. I said, you got to go somewhere, whether it's, you know, whether you live in PG or DC, you need to go online, go online. I just shook my head. Yeah. I was like, dang. I was like, yeah, you got to go online. You got to find your resource. I said, go to the library, tell them what you're trying to do and see if somebody will help you. And I mean, this library right here, you know, I, I used to go there a lot, you know, kind of just, you know, just to get out of the house, go, go on a, you know, go on the computer and just do stuff. And I used to see youngers in there and it used to make me proud that I used to see all these little black kids in there. Just on a computer, yeah. just because it's free. Mm-hmm. But how many kids, you know, feel like, oh man, you going to the library, man? Fuck, that's that's that bitch ass yeah. shit. You can't listen to that. Can't, definitely can't. You cannot listen definitely to that can't. if that's what you want to do. I mean, I'm and I'm not telling you that you can't go to the library, do your thing for a mm-hmm. couple hours, and still go out on the street and be with your boys. Yeah. I'm not telling you not to do that. That's what they missing, cap. But they, you got to switch yeah, it up, though. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you you can't be, you cannot always be the dumbest one in the yeah. group. I had a conversation with a kid yesterday. I was telling him, like, Slim, man, you, you following this young and trying to be him. Man, you, you just be yourself, man. Mm-hmm. When I was coming up, man, I hung with the nerds, the popular kids, the game bangers. Everybody. The, man, everybody, man. I was me, man. Yeah. I ain't had the front I had the front for this particular group. For this, man, just be you, just man. Just be yourself, man. Just be you, man. And you I don't think know how far that's going to take you. They just, they, just, they just feel like they got to be this, I don't know. I mean, I was telling Younger the other day, I was like, Slim, so when you got your pants hanging down like that, you know what that mean? He laid. What it mean, uh? I was like, it mean that you advertising your ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, nah, I don't mean that. I said, if a faggy walk past you right now, why? I'm, I'm sorry, I used the wrong mm-hmm. term. If a gay man walk past you right now, he going to be looking at yeah. you like, Yes, indeed. Is he advertising or is he... And you better believe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I said, so I don't understand this whole fad with y'all, you know, walking around with y'all pants mm-hmm. hanging down. I've never done... I mean, I've we we wore, we wore baggy jeans, you know, used jeans mm-hmm. and colors and, you know, all that stuff. But I always had a belt because I always carried a gun. Mm-hmm. And he, he looked at me, he was like, what? I said, I carried a gun at your age. Mm-hmm. So I had to... Make yeah, sure that the yeah. gun wasn't going to fall. Mm-hmm. So I had to put a belt mm-hmm. on. Even though the jeans was baggy, but the baggy jeans helped me because I could stuff my weed down yeah. in, my, in my pants <laughs> and just, mm-hmm. what you need, Doug? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I had all create. I mean, I remember one time I was telling the young and I said, Slim, I remember I had one of the most expensive bikes, right? I had a Gurry Fisher. Mm-hmm. I never forget this. I had a Gurry Fisher. And I remember I had two sports bottles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it came with one sports bottle, but I had to buy another rack to put the other sports okay. bottle. I mean, Mark, both sports bottles was filled up with nickel bags of weed. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to just be on my bike. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just regular. Pull up. What's up, Slim? What's good? And then you get, yeah. Boop, I'm all at y'all yeah. on my bike. <laughs> now, the people who knew me knew that, you know, if they robbed me, they had mm-hmm. they had some trouble on their hand, right? But then you had the people who didn't know that test you a little bit. Man, what if we robbed you? I mean, you got to do it and find out. You know what I mean? So I never was scared because I felt like I never, you know, um, carried a bad vibe with people. Right, you right, know, right, I always right. pull up, what's right, up, Slim? What's right, going right, on? Right, right. Even if we had issues when we was in elementary school or junior high school or whatever, I never carried that over mm-hmm. to a, a grown man because I realized, I mean, we was all young back then. We all was trying to follow the group or exactly. be... You know, the it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, so many dudes from elementary school that I can remember that died, you know, trying to be the it. I'm yeah. like, but they gone. Yeah. And, and fortunately for me, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I be trying to tell these youngers, I'm like, man, you know, these numbers, uh, y'all talking about, you know, uh, it was 160 murders last year. I was like, shorty, in 1992, it's real, man. <laughs> there was a funeral every it was real. other day. It was real. I said, I remember when D.C., Meant don't come. Mm-hmm. It's real. Chocolate City, all that, that's all fine, well and good. But when you cross past Anacostia on 295 yeah. and all them highway lights out, that's mm-hmm. that's for a reason. Yeah. I remember I was driving one day and I was just noticed. I was like, Joe, all the fucking lights is out when you get to towards South Capitol Street on the highway. Mm-hmm. Like, all the lights yeah. is out. It's like pitch black dark. I'm like, what the fuck? And now that I'm older, it just made me think, like, I mean, that's how they wanted to be. Yeah. And when I say they, I just mean the powers that be. Mm-hmm. I hate to say white people or whatever, because you got some black people that yeah. treat us like yes, shit yes. too. So I just yeah. say the powers that be, that's how they want it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if we get cooped up on what they want, we ain't never going to make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think now is a good time. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm proud of you for doing it for so long, because you are impacting a lot of kids, man. So I'm, 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 I mean, from me to you, man. I mean, when I, when I was sitting there, I was, I was trying to hold it together, but I was like, Joe, this some real. I mean, this some of the realest shit I had ever done because you know, doing the mentor program and then sitting there and just, you know, just talking, mm-hmm. it, it's the same thing. You that 10, 5, 15, 20 minutes you talk to these youngers and they go home, they be like, dang, yeah, because Slim said if I did this and I do, I might try that. Because if I go outside and I go do what little Ray Ray said, I'm going to be locked up with Ray Ray. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's, it's, it's impactful. I mean, especially we from the neighborhood. And I, I think I think it's a beautiful thing, man. And like I said, again, man, it don't take much, man. And they respect the guys that's real. A lot of these people that they bring to these rec centers, man, they're not from the community. Right. They're not from the area. They're corny. You know what I'm saying? It's no, it's, it's no connection there. So the kid's right. going to tune them out off rip. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm not oh, trying but, to hear you know, I ain't yeah. not trying to hear this. Yeah. But if you bring somebody from the from the community, somebody they know, or somebody mm-hmm. that can tell them they've been through the same struggle. Mm-hmm. Like when you talked about that gun, oh my God, you I'm looking at the camera, all these youngest' faces is just lit up. Yep. Like you you had a gun? Yeah. Like somebody sold you a gun. Man, yeah. that's what they need, man. It's not yeah. even just a gun. Like 
Somebody that went to jail can come back and speak about going to jail. The real, yeah. the real jail. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What really go down <laughs> really, in this? Yeah, what really go down I, in this I was, jail I was scared cell, to go there, but you and know, I've been telling my supervisors and coworkers, man, they the youngest gotta hear this realness, man. They yeah. got to. Because yeah. if you don't give it to them, they're gonna fall off the wayside because they think everything's sweet. Yeah. And it ain't sweet, man. At all. It ain't sweet, man. At all. Man. And that, that's what I live by. And I get a lot, I get a lot of flack and, and I took a lot of hits from it. But if it ain't real, I'm I'm not bringing it to these youngers. Right. I'm telling y'all bucks. Right. You ain't coming to ball league with no fake shit. Right. That's just bottom line. Right. If you ain't if it ain't beneficial to my youngest, man, it's not going down in ball league. Or Congress Heights or Highland if I'm up there, because I'm at right. three three couple of spots. Well if well if 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 if, if somebody was listening right now and they had a they had a son. And they wanted to get involved with your program. Tell them how can they come to Ball Eagle and, and, and to get their son involved with your program. I'm, I'm at Ball Eagle almost six days, seven days a week. Man, I live there, man. It's, it's become so much of my life that it is my life. Okay. Sad to say, you know what I'm saying? But I'm at Ball Eagle every day. You can come at Ball Eagle 100, Jolly Street, Southwest. I'm there from 12 to 9 almost every day, man. Like I said, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't no fee, fee to it. You come, just sign up. We meet every Thursday, uh, and the program, man, it kind of speaks for itself, man. Uh, like I said, we do pretty much everything with the youngest. Mentoring, they got to do community service projects. That's mm. mandatory. We got to teach them how to give back, teach That's them right. how to serve. That's right. You know what I'm saying? We do workshops, uh, youth development workshops. We go on field trips. We do the sports. Man, it be, it's a whole gamut of, of programs to engage to engage the youth, man. And that's what we do, man. That's what's yeah, up. That's what we do. Ball Eagle. Yeah, Ball that's Eagle. All Congress Heights. All Congress Heights. Yeah, Ball that's Eagle, All Congress Heights. So we're going to do, man, we're going we gonna to come back, y'all, um, because, you know, we got another element that we want to talk about that we thought, you know, would be um, um, something to talk about. I mean, I think that it's time to stop, you know, pity patting stuff and, and really talk about what's going on. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Just tell me your name, how old you are, and tell me what what, what many problems is doing for you. Uh, my name is Damian McKinney. I'm 12 years old, and this is showing me like responsibilities I need to take care of when you get older. Not only when I'm a man, but like at this age right now, because you know, like many ancient do certain things, but I'm really learning how to respect people, like my parents and everything, because you can't respect them. They're the people like, that are risking everything for you, and you gotta make sure that like you gotta put all that into what you're doing. Right. So what you what you what you what you want to do after you get out of high school? Well, I want what I want to go to college, of course. Right. But I still want to be playing basketball at that time. Okay. Because um, basketball for me is like a way to just just pass everything by. Basketball is like the way I can just go and have a better life for me and my for me and my dad and my mom, and my sister. So so you so your father and your mom in your life? Yes. And dad is at home too. Uh, dad. My dad is at work. <laughs> my dad is at work, but he and my mom right now is. I think she should be coming in, but okay, yeah. that's what's up. So if you if you if you wasn't coming here, what do you think you'd be doing if you wasn't coming here? Uh, I don't really know what I'd be doing if I wasn't coming here. I'd probably still be at home with my sister and my mom. Probably you know just not being productive. Not problem. All right, well just keep a level here, respect, and if you're gonna play ball, you got you got put in that work, man. This is a journey. It's it's a process. And and I know that you think 
that you know everything now. And out of the abundance of what you think, you speak. But sometimes if you would just hold your peace and realize that how you see it today may not be how you see it five years from now, and you will have damaged everybody with wrong information because you thought it was an experience and it's a journey. And I'm just captivated by these newest methods of mines And it's just fuel to the flame of this aggression of mines And just like fine wine, boy, we get better with time Cause I'm just moving, I'm moving, I'm moving, yeah I'm cruising, I'm cruising, I'm cruising, yeah I learned my lesson, what a price to pay And I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ today Cause I'm just moving, moving, Cause moving, I be, cause yeah. I be. I'm cruising, cruising, cause I be, cause I be I learned my lesson, what a price hey, to pay and I um, woke up feeling blessed Told myself, gotta live and let go No regrets, forgiveness in my heart Never no stress, mellow breeze AOT, we the best, no Cali On this road to riches For a minute, hey, mileage Had some bustle on the way, guess who couldn't hold on Sad to say, times got real Look who didn't stay true Who you, this ain't no shade Just venting, no offense, forgot to mention You was my brother from another Nothing but love for you. Hope you shine. I've been told you nothing, or no one gon' ever stop mine. Oh no, this my prime time grind. Hey, move. I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm moving. Yeah, I'm cruising, I'm cruising, I'm cruising. Yeah, I learned my lesson, what a price to pay. And I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ today. Cause I'm just moving, moving, moving. Yeah, I'm cruising, cruising, cruising. Yeah, I learned my lesson, what a to pay and I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ today back y'all and um like i said earlier you know uh, from the break man we want to come back and you know hit y'all with something that we that i thought would be impactful um and it, it's right up mark's alley because he deals with these kids 
and it's a direct reflection of the parents because he deals with the parents as well, you know, do all of the practices and all of the events and stuff. And so I remember I went on Facebook um, not too long ago. I want to say maybe like a week, and I was just, you know, putting um, – I'm going to just be blunt. I was putting these sucker niggas on notice that, you know, they think that it's cool – you know, or they think that they more of a man because they putting their hands on women. I was just like, you know, I'm going to just put them on notice now that, you know, you're not a man and you a straight sucker. I'm going to just use that term. You a straight sucker. And so I remember having a conversation with Mark, man, and we had a, um, I had a mutual friend. He had a mutual friend and they were both married. Um, and we ended up finding out in a tragic way that we ended up knowing this couple. And unfortunately, this couple um, are deceased now. Rest in peace to both of them. Um, but the husband ended up killing the wife and then driving away from the scene after he killed his wife and then killed himself. And when I say we knew these individuals, the, the, the husband, I worked with him. A couple jobs, picked me up from my house, took me to work, brought me home, met my, met my wife at the time. Um, I did the same for him if he wasn't driving. Mark was uh, dealing with the wife, you know, with, with their kids because they had three sons, two sons, Great. three sons, you know, and they played football, sports. And, you know, it was something that, um, you know, Mark was telling me one day and I, I couldn't believe it. And so I wanted to talk about this tonight. So I wanted to talk about the impact of domestic violence in our community where, you know, you got a direct beeline to it because these women mothers mm -hmm. you know feel comfortable enough with you you know because you got mm -hmm. got their kids mm -hmm. majority of the time and they somebody you know when they come home they might have said mom mr mark said mom mr mm -hmm. mark said and it might be some good shit mm -hmm. and in their mind they like well if i call at mr mark maybe mr mark can help me mm -hmm. so kind of talk about because i know when you told me i was like wait what you was like yeah kid so i, I want you to kind of just talk about you know the the direct beeline to this domestic violence thing man so yeah so uh like at my site i've been there 20 plus years so a lot of the females i don't watch the mothers i don't watch grew up since they was yay high so that in itself is like a built-in trust factor but what i do for the community for their kids is extra so uh a lot of the stuff that i do goes outside of rec outside of what i do for rec so kid graduating or he at his bar mitzvah or he getting baptized like i'm there i'm not just for the sports right i'm the whole way of life i'm in, i'm in there i'm in their lives so right. with that being said i have a connection with the mothers so man like i was telling you man i can't even count on my finger how many mothers has came to me over just i'm gonna say in the last five years like man coach mark man I'm going through it in the house, man. My, 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 my son's mother or my boyfriend, man, he hitting me. Yada, 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 man. I don't know what to do. I don't want to leave because if I leave, he the breadwinner. I don't have nowhere to stay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just situations like that, man. It be having me kind of like messed up because I'm like, like, do you get involved? You know what I'm saying? Right. How, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to go into somebody's relationship or marriage right. to, and part with the, what I want. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I be like for the most part, it's, it's just be me let, letting them vent. I'm listening. I ain't really giving no no direction, no advice, no, no right. advice or nothing. I'm right. just basically listening. And 
I go home and it fucks with me, man. I'm like, man, because these these women, if they won't tell you, you really wouldn't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? They know how to hide. You know what I'm saying? Right. What they, scars, what's going on? You know what I'm right. But I go home. I'm like, man, like how in the fuck? And these dudes be like 150, 200 pounds heavier than these females. I'm yeah. like, y'all. How in the hell mm-hmm. can this dude hit on this woman like that, man? It, it, it's be some situations like that, man. Like over this last five years, it just got worse and worse. I'm gonna say, India, her her people's killed her. Uh, Deshari, this is Deshari, her boyfriend killed her, but 2017 in mm. Virginia stabbed her up. Uh, but this situation that we're talking about. Brianna, girl named Brianna, her boyfriend killed her 24 hours before that situation happened, man. Wow. So, yeah, 24 hours, man. Wow. So, man, it's it's going on, man, like heavy, man. Wow. It's going on. Because like I know I got the phone call and uh, a, a friend of a friend, like I mentioned, knew that I knew him. Mm-hmm. And she, like, sent me this, the article. So I open up the article and I'm just kind of reading what's going on, not looking at the names, but just reading the article. I'm like, damn. And the first thing that came to mind, I was like, man, what type of bitch ass nigga? And when I saw his name, yeah. I was like, I had to, I was in the bed. I had to lean up in the bed. I was like, wait a minute. So I closed my eyes because I'm like, I know I'm half asleep. Let me make sure I'm not reading right. the wrong right. name. Right. I opened my eyes up again and I was like, damn. Yeah. I mean, Slim, I was at their wedding. Yeah. Like literally, I was at they where I got. A, I went. I went through my my Google pictures and saw that I was at there. I was like, Joe, mm-hmm. I was at they wedding, man. And so when I talked about it, you know, a friend of mine had 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 inboxed me, and it was looking for moving services. But in the plight of her telling me that she wanted to move, she kind of like broke down a little bit. It's like I'm just tired of this nigga. I was like, mm-hmm. What you talking about? I'm just tired of this nigga putting his motherfucking hands on me. And immediately, I'm like, what? You good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. And my thing is, these dudes don't know that these women are literally saving them. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Because, you know, I ain't going to say every friend that's a female, I'm going to go and, you know, play Superman. Right. But it's some that I feel like I'm connected to. Right. And we cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at them like cousins. Exactly. And... If you ain't got nobody that's gonna help you, I I, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, I, I you know, I went on Facebook and I kinda left my comment and a homie was like, But you don't wanna get involved, Slim, because if you do and then she turn around and go back, I'm like, that's not my that's not how I think, Slim. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying. I'm not taking nothing away from what mm-hmm. you're saying because that's been an experience of what you've experienced. Exactly. But me, like I like I like I said on Facebook, you know, my mother upstairs, my daughters, my nieces, even my nephews, call me mm-hmm. and tell me yeah. something ain't right. Mm-hmm. And like I tell anybody, even if you was wrong, mm-hmm. we'll deal with that later. Right. We'll deal with the with you being wrong part later. But right now, mm-hmm. yeah, we gonna deal with this. Exactly. And that's just me. That's always been me, mm-hmm. right? And so he was like, "Well, you don't want to put yourself." you know, in harm's way. I was like, I don't look at it that way. I look at it like if something happens, it don't go in vain. Like if I get locked up or if I get injured or whatever, it do not go in vain. I've I've provided a service to help somebody for that not to happen to them no more. You know what I mean? And I know, you know, like I told him, I was like, Slim, you know, I'm a nature of the beast for real. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't do a whole bunch of, I mean, I'm, I'm on Facebook and I talk 
and I joke and I play. But people who really know me know I, don't, I move in silence, Joe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you see me, that next time you see me, you won't see me very long. Right. And I'll just say that, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that people, you know, get it confused sometimes when, you know, you got grown men, you know, having conversations. But yet, you know, you, you go to the bar and you see certain individuals and you know they clowns. And they want to come and speak to you, and then you just look at them like, "Oh, what's up, Slim? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, what's up? What's wrong? Everything all right? Everything all right, dog? Like, mm-hmm. you bitch ass <laughs> nigga. Oh, damn. What? I mean, I, we beefing or something? Nah, we ain't beefing, nigga. What's up? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, nah, everything good. You good? Yeah, I'm good, Slim. Mm-hmm. And then they step off, and I'm like, in my mind, man, my people's gonna say you again, because yeah. <laughs> here it is, I don't seen you mm-hmm. again by yeah. yourself, yeah. and I could have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so the conversation comes to, you know, how do us as men provide, not a service, but how do we provide these women with a ear to let them know that they can talk to us so we can try to, I ain't going to say help them in a negative, violent way, but if we know somebody, if we can make a phone call, if we can, you know what I'm saying? Because that's... Is 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 gonna end up the way yeah. our friends yeah. ended up dead. So after that situation, man, like this domestic violence, this shit just been a priority for me. Man, I've been going to workshops and, and, and mm. meetings, and man, just just trying to soak up all the information I can and prevent okay. that situation from happening. Right, you know what I'm saying? So right, I, I'm, I'm kind of learning how to be an advocate or or put a, a, a victim. In the right spot. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Got like it's it's programs, many programs out here for these women that's going right. through this stuff. But before that situation, I had no idea. Right. So I wish I would have had that knowledge. But then, man, you can you can go ahead. They can get you. They can get you out of that house and put you here for right. a temporary space. You can leave right. that situation. Because there's a spot over on um uh, I want to say it's Good Hope Road. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily for domestic violence, but it is for women that got kids. Mm-hmm. That's displaced. Like they don't have yeah. a place to stay, so they let them stay there with right. their kids, help them find jobs. So, like you said, it's a lot of places out here. But if you don't know, you don't know, yeah, you know what I mean. Now, I was I was blown away by how much stuff they got for these women, man. Yeah. I'm just just being in these meetings and and workshops, man. I'm like, man, man. only if they knew, yeah, man. They don't have to stay in there. Yeah, they don't, man. Yeah. And, and that's how a lot of them feel, man. Like they got to be there, man. I don't care what he. Providing for you, man. Yeah. You're not supposed Gotta to take get out of there. Purpose, man. Yeah. It only take one time, man. One time, man. You can you need to roll, man. And and I remember, um, you know, when I was kind of going off on my rant, right? I, I was like, and, and let me stop for a second. Don't let me sit here and act like I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. I've I have absolutely put my hands on a few females, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, and the, and the difference now about that is, I'm more mature now than I was then, mm-hmm. and I understand even then that I was wrong for doing that, right, right? right. And I think that's the part that a lot of men don't realize and they don't understand that they are not mature enough to know mm-hmm. that that is not what they're supposed to be doing. And exactly. then it goes back to, you know, who was he raised by? Yeah, that's right? true too. Was he raised by that's his mother? Too. Does that's he have true. a man in his life? Cause, yeah. and, and women always ask me that. Well, why you ask that? I say because I can always identify the type of man mm-hmm. that, I'm, that I see based off how he was raised. Now don't get me wrong, my mother and my grandmother, God rest my um my grandmother so, you know, they raised me and my father, I want to say molded me. My mm-hmm. father gave me the opportunity to understand what a man needed to do as far as work, 
you know, um, being respectful. I mean, my, my, my father loved my grandmother. My, my, my grandmother could ask my father to do anything, and he would just do it flat out. So I think watching that did yeah. something to me. Yeah. I mean, even though, you know, this is my family, mm -hmm. but watching his interaction with her kind of did something to me to allow me to understand how I needed to treat, exactly. you know, women exactly. or older women. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, again, you know, these, you know, these dudes, mm -hmm. you know, I ask chicks all the time, dude, do he got a mother? Is his father in his life? Right, right. And then first thing they tell me, well, no, I mean, just his mother. Mm -hmm. And right there, it tells me all I need yeah. to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like these dudes walking around here with these, <laughs> with these daddy issues, mm -hmm. but don't go get on the couch yeah. or don't go seek the type of help <laughs> that they need. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. going and I remember um, talking to a counselor and I remember one of the things that I brought up was my father not being there as much as I would have liked. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was there, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, at, at a younger age, but I would have liked him to be there more. And don't get me wrong, my father would come and get me in his truck. You know, we would go to Philly. You know, I, I remember the first time I went to Philly and got a cheesesteak. I was mm -hmm. like, wow. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let me get a steak and cheese. They looked at me like, what? <laughs> nah, it's a cheesesteak. Mm -hmm. So, I, so he, he taught me a lot, but it was like in those times when, you know, when I want to say pressure hit, yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah, have them. And I had to make a mm -hmm. a split decision what, what I was going to do. And sometimes it was a consequence. Yeah. Sometimes it wasn't. Mm -hmm. But I remember one time he came and picked me up and he was just like, I ain't coming to pick you up from jail no more. And it's my father. I'm like, yeah. you supposed to be the cool yeah. one. He yeah. was like, oh, are you? I mean, you, you did some dumb shit. He was like, but I ain't coming to pick you up from mm -hmm. jail no more. I ain't doing that. And that was his way of telling mm -hmm. me that bullshit you doing, yeah, you can do that, yeah. but I'm not coming back to pick you up no mm -hmm. more if you do that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh damn, okay. I'm, you know, you you thinking <laughs> you could do certain things with your mother and then do certain things with right. your father, and you could, mm -hmm. but it was certain things that he wasn't going for, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm saying. These youngers is missing that yeah, element. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have any problem with being cool, and like even right now when I work with other men, I'm cool with you. But if I'm your supervisor, we at work. Yeah, I need you to get this work done. Yeah. Now. yeah. When we get all the clock, yeah, I'll go get you a cup of drinks. But while we at work, yeah, I need you to handle this business. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, these women need to realize, one, that, you know, they do not have to stay, you know, and, and, and repeat this this cycle of, yeah. of you know what I mean? Yeah. And and to, to piggyback off what you're saying about how they raise, these women allowing these men to hit them with these kids in the house, these mm -hmm. kids seeing it, and for a, a, a guy, a little boy, he thinks that's cool. He think it's okay. He thinks that's cool. And he gonna fuck around yeah. and hit the wrong female yeah. and they got the right family mm -hmm. member and it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even with the female, the female, the little girl, she see that and you ain't doing nothing, you allowing it to happen. She feel as though that's how a man's supposed to treat her. And, and, and I remember I talked to a young lady and she told me that for a long time, and I remember I was listening to something that Oprah said one time and she was just like, Kevin, I ain't gonna lie. For a, for a, for the latter part of my life, I thought that this was normal. Mm -hmm. I thought him coming home, being upset, yeah. mm -hmm. and taking it out on me was right. the norm. Because why? That's what my father or stepfather mm -hmm. or you know man in my mother's life did to her. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, why? Yeah. Like like why? And I mean, I've I've never heard stories about my father, you know, laying hands. But mm -hmm. I remember one time I, I, I was I was screaming at this girl and my father was in his car. Come in. I was like, what? When, when you know, when you get that, 
that that rap when they take all their fingers and they wrap your your shirt so tight you can fit, it's pinching your skin. And he ain't even had to say nothing. I mean, when I felt that pinch on the skin on my chest, he was looking at me. He was like, "Is there a problem?" And right there, I, I knew he was dead serious. I was like, "No, sir." He let me go. He was like, now get the fuck. It wasn't no conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't no back and forth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He just asked me a question. Yeah. And I already knew what he what meant. That meant yeah. <laughs> That's what these youngers yeah. missing. They, they do, man. They That's do, what they man. missing, Joe. And I and I hate to hear that it's women that gotta go through it. And I know they there's it, a lot of women that may have went through it, but I hate to hear that they have to endure that. And yeah. then us being friends and then this happening and us knowing both of these individuals i was just like okay i ain't gonna wow. tell you man that when that happened man that that shit like it, it crushed me man like took it took like a, a piece away from me man because i i kind of like saw that whole that whole situation unfold man mm -hmm. and thinking back on it man i'm like man i should have done more mm -hmm. i could have done more right and just her saving it Saving that situation, man. Right. Don't get involved, man. Woo, 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 woo. Right. Man. Right. And then the outcome. Yeah, yeah. I should have done something. Yeah. I should have done something. And, and but these trainers, they they tell you not to get involved and to do just what I did, but man, when someone loses their life, yeah. man, it's, that, it's that, a different feeling. I don't even register that, man. Yeah. For real. It's a different feeling. And especially, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, it's it 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 threw me way off for like a couple days. Cause I was just like, I I I I knew Slim, but the more I get to talking about him, the more I remember, you know, some of the stuff that he did, it just all started making sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it just start like, damn. Damn. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, 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 damn. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, I just feel like now, um, that's another element now, yeah. where I feel like, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, um, Superman, mm -hmm. but I do want to be somebody that if somebody inbox me and share something with me, they got to know that it's in, it's in confidence, mm -hmm. right? But if I know somebody, if I can send them somewhere, mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't think that I'm going to go knock on their door mm -hmm. and be like, nigga, don't. Yeah. I, I think on the back end, I'm like, listen, you 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 got a way to get out tonight. Mm -hmm. You Can you meet me somewhere? Mm -hmm. You know, I could take you to this house. I know some, you know, just something. Because yeah. cause they don't, it don't, it don't, it don't need to end like that. At all. It don't need to end like that. So I just thought that, you know, we would just take a second and kind of talk about that because I, I, me personally, I didn't know that it was happening as much. And then, you know, even with the sexual assaults, yeah. I didn't know it, that was happening yeah. as much until yeah. I start kind of yeah. getting on this platform and talking. I remember one time I did the Me Too movement, and it was a lot of women talking, and I was just, you know, just just having a general conversation mm -hmm. about, you know, you know, women being victims, and I felt like, you know, I don't want you to wait as long because I dealt with a significant other. Who dealt with it by a family member okay and i was trying to figure out why she was so aggressive towards me at times mm -hmm. like just like aggressive to the point where you just stop you go you be like you you good <laughs> yeah, like yeah. what's what's going on mm -hmm. and then you get this story you know about a family member doing this mm -hmm. in a house with you supposed to be safe and comfortable yeah. and stop most time, it's like man. what the That's what, what hey kev i got and I, i'm not gonna put nobody's business out names out there but man it's situations that i that i hear man, my, 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 my my mother's boyfriend came in the room man. did this to me or man. my uncle did this to me when i was man. 
And this is why I act the way I act, or this is why I, I, I allow people to do the things that they do to me. And the, and the sad part about it is, you know, just, just me now, kind of older, is that we don't take the opportunity to go get the necessary help that we yeah. need. Even if we do, I mean, especially, I'm going to say, especially if we got kids. Mm-hmm. Because when we go get that necessary help, now we go to our kids and we immediately start talking to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been hurt. Yeah, things have happened to us, but we're older. We yeah. can we can kind of mm-hmm. handle it to mm-hmm. a degree. But these little ones, yeah. we got to go to them and talk to them. Hey, listen, what you saw yesterday, That's that real. was not right. That's real. That is not supposed to happen and don't let anybody. I mean, when I talk to my daughter, you know, we've had, you know, we've mm-hmm. had, you know, little small instances at school, and every instant when she get in the car, the first thing come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Had a good day today? Yeah. yeah. Anybody touch you? No. Anybody bother you? Mm-hmm. No. And then we get into a regular car. Every time she get in my truck, That's we had that right. conversation. Because I want her to know even, because one, th- one day something happened. It wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but something happened, and she felt like she couldn't tell me. Yeah. So I pulled over. And I didn't want to, I know sometimes, I can't see my own face sometimes, but I know I can, you know, my mother was like, you just, it, you don't even have to be loud right. and you scare her. So I tried to turn around and I tried to, you know, take a deep breath and I held her hand this time. Mm-hmm. I tried to do something different. Mm-hmm. I was like, boo, if it's something wrong, you can tell me, right? I said, and even if you was wrong, I still want you to tell me and I'm not going to be mad at you, but I just want you to tell me. And she told me what it was and it wasn't nothing bad. Mm-hmm. But it was the fact that I was able to allow her to know that she could talk to him. Yeah. That's that's a big date, and that's what's kind of wrong. People feel like they don't have nobody to talk to, to right. talk to, or right. they can go talk to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's big, man. To have that dialogue, man, to let them know that they can come to you. Right, wrong, or different. Listen, my sisters, and I know I probably spoke on this once before. My sisters and my mother. I got two sisters, and and they mother. They living in a house by themselves. And it was a dude that was coming to the door or something. And my brother, just so happened, me and my brother had been going over there, you know, just back to back to back to back. And I think somebody had broken somebody's house or something. And then me and my brother, like, look, we're going to just start going over there like every day or whatever. And so a dude came to the door. My sister told the dude, don't come back to the door. He came back to the door. And we in there, you know, margaritas, chilling. We know we just just chilling. And my brother went to the door. And I think maybe, I mean, Mark, it was probably less than a minute. I was like, where the fuck tired? And I went outside. My brother outside rapping a lot of records yeah. with the dude. Yeah. And I'm and I'm as I'm walking outside, I'm looking at my brother. He looking at me, and I'm looking at him like, why you why you yeah. rapping to this nigga? He don't get it. Yeah. Bit pop, mm-hmm. bit pop. Mm-hmm. He get it now. Yeah. He fell off his bike. He tried to get up. Hey Slim, you yeah. you this is not what you want, dog. Mm-hmm. And and I and I never reached for it. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm gonna give you this real work. Mm-hmm. So I gave him some work, and my sister then was like. <laughs> they was like, oh, mm-hmm. they never seen me yeah, like that, yeah. right? But that's protection mode. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't real serious. It was just like, Slim, you ain't getting it. Don't knock on the door. Yeah. And he said some old wild shit because he was drunk. Okay, he don't understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So I got to go to mm-hmm. another route for him to understand what right. I'm saying. And I mean, a lot of times, it ain't necessarily about violence. That's why I try to tell people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, what's the saying? A hard head make a soft yeah. ass. Yeah, and so if and so if you're not understanding what I'm trying to tell you, then I gotta show you a different exactly. 
And uh, is another saying, actions speak louder than words. Yeah. So if you if so if you're not listening to what I'm saying, Most time, that's all they hear. Then I, then I gotta show you, Slim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I think, you know, with that being said, I want the women to understand that that goes, you know, that goes to them too. Mm-hmm. Action. Yeah, yeah. That action. Yeah. That getting out, that making a phone call, that calling your friend, that you know somebody that you you know not not that girlfriend that's gonna shoot you the bullshit mm-hmm. advice. Girl, you need to nah. That friend that's gonna be like, all right, where you at? Yeah. Um, you got a bad pat? Is the baby with you? All right, meet me such mm-hmm. and such. Not that all. Keep rapping on somebody that's gonna have action that's yeah. gonna come and pick you up. Yeah. And so I think you know just us having a conversation about it. I might not have all the answers. I mean, I will look up a couple places and maybe plug it in, you know, when we done. But, I mean, ladies, y'all got to make that call, man. Y'all got to talk to somebody, man. Y'all can't just be in this situation and it end up so tragic that, you know, you're gone. And then now your kids is just like, I ain't got my mother no more. Because it can happen so fast, man. You, it, 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 it was it was a situation where the dude I was reading recently, it was a dude, um, his girlfriend went to go fight his baby mother. And the girlfriend shot the baby mother. Why the why the why the baby mother child was in the car. Shit. But the but the baby father, from what I heard, mm-hmm. was sicing uh, the the girlfriend to go fight the baby mother. That's crazy. And didn't realize it was gonna yeah, end like that. <laughs> so that's can crazy. you imagine when and I and I, t- and I tell males and females this all the time. I say, can you imagine one when she get to jail, it's going to be some real women. I don't know how they're going to check her, but they're going to check her. One. And then two, if he go to jail, I tell dudes all the time, listen, you can say what you want about people that's locked up. I learned some of my most valuable lessons in jail. It's real men locked up. And when you come in there and them COs be like, hey, yeah, this we got another one. Can't keep his hands to itself. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Mm. Appreciate it. Mm. Get 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 that yeah. work. Mm. Niggas like him. Get, I mean, that karma follows you yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Like, like yeah. seriously. Yeah. That karma. And I would never want that type of karma. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I remember one time, chick was saying some shit to me. I'm going to go get my brother. Before she could even get the word brother out, I had already smacked all taste out of her mouth. <laughs> but again, I'm young. Mm-hmm. I'm fiery. I'm going to use that term. Mm-hmm. I'm fiery. And I ain't, I ain't trying to hear all that. I ain't just ain't about all that talking. Like, well, you going to do what? You got to go get... And matter of fact, after I smack, you go get him. <laughs> My man, I'm like, nah, Slim, you smacked him. Nick, go get him. Tell him come around here. You know what I'm saying? And so now, I'm like, now, it, it, I'm mature enough to understand that that was not yeah. something that I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And now that I got not one daughter, but two, there's no way I can be that type of person around them. And now that I got... Uh, two nieces it's no way yeah, it's no way and I gotta let them know that if something happens to you if you can't reach your father man you need to hit me yeah. and then you gonna see the, I know I know the uncle that play with you and mm-hmm. go on Instagram so and get in your inbox now you need to put some clothes on you know whatever but the uncle that's you gonna be like oh mm-hmm. I ain't no Uncle Kevin yeah I don't, mm-hmm. I don't that's him go get in the car yeah, yeah. go put this work in real quick man, that's crazy the mentality, man, just off the society in general, man, it's just so fucked up, man. I wouldn't even chance all that stuff, man. Yeah. Because you, you, you just never, don't know. You just don't know, man. Exactly. You just don't know, man. Exactly. Niggas really fucked up out here, man. Yeah. 
So again, man, I just want just before we wrap up, I want you to tell everybody, man, if they where they can meet you. You know, if you need to get them, you know, your Facebook, uh, phone number, whatever. Because I, I think that, you know, you would be a great resource to a lot of, you know, single mothers or even men, you know, that don't really, you know, that m- might have just reunited with their son and they want to, mm-hmm. you know, get some, you know, some grooming and just let them know where to find you and we'll get up out of here. All right, so just just in closing with this domestic violence thing, man, like I said, man, it's, this is becoming a passion of mine. And so this October... We're going to start a, a, a whole entire week dedicated to promoting domestic violence in the community. I'm with we're that. calling it the Power of Purple Week. So okay. From, I think we're going to do it. My phone up. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. Make sure, make sure we get the right get the right, right information out yeah. there. Power of the Purple. So, so it's going to be a whole week? It's going to be a whole week okay. man, dedicated to uh, promoting... Domestic violence, man, and, and getting these women the resources, okay, or putting them in a the direction of the resources. So if something was to happen, they know where to go. Okay, that's what's up. That's a good look. Make sure you plug me in with that. Definitely want to do that because it's just is 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 happening too much. Yeah. So that week is going to be from October nineteenth to the twenty fourth. Okay. So uh, like I say, each day we're going to do something different. Like we're still in the planning stages of it now. Like so far, we got three events. Uh, we're going to go to one of the shelters that house domestic violence survivors or okay. victims. Okay. And we're going to do a purple paint and sip for them. Okay. Hoping to do at least 25 to 30 women. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a purple Thursday gala uh, survivors dinner. We're going to invite all the survivors of domestic violence that's close I'm with to that. us. We're going to try to do something special for them. I'm with uh, that. We're gonna do like a little fashion show okay. for survivors also on okay. one day. So those are like the three events we got planned right now. We're still working out the other three or four days. But hey, when you when I'm, you when you get it finalized, let me know. I'll definitely put it on my my page, all my social medias, man. And uh, I, what I'll do, what I'll do, because I know you record, but what I'll do is I'll actually uh, get somebody to come, you know, and 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 do videography for for the whole week. And then we'll 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 post it and and put it out there. Bet, bet, bet. That's a bet. So again, man, this is about man informing informing these women, man. Uh, the resources is out there, man, so they don't feel like they by themselves, man. Right. It's it's a lot of resources for for these victims, and and it's out there. And from what I'm hearing, they don't even get uh contacted. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like all right. these resources, then don't nobody come and get the services. Right. Like, come on, man. Right. So tell them again, Ball Eagle. What can they? Yeah. What can they meet you at? Ball Eagle, one hundred Jolly Street Southwest. I'm there Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday. Actually, do sports mentoring, uh, uh, fitness, man, anything you need for health and wellness, man. I'm up here. That's what's up, Six Man. Hey, listen, like I tell y'all all the time, man. It's more. It's bigger than just. It's bigger than just us, man. We got to start you know, taking a couple steps back and looking at these youngins and looking at these people that, you know, might have been led astray, man. We got to start giving back as much as we can, man. It's a six, man. I love y'all. Y'all be easy. And definitely, like I always tell you, man, be better than you were yesterday. Peace. Being better is a decision. Wanting to do better is a choice. And it all comes from one individual. And that's the individual that wants to change. That's the individual that wants to do better. That comes within. You might can find a few people around you that have resources available to help you do that. 
And if that's so, then reach out to them people. Stay connected to them type of people. Because that's what we're going to have to do, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have to dig deep and have an understanding that we got to try to go out and be better than we were yesterday, every single day. We're not always going to get it right. We're going to fall. We're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. But that's cool because we got a forgiving God. And as long as we pray to him and we ask him to forgive us of our sins, he'll do that. So that way we can have a fresh start and start over. We got to make a conscious effort, people, to want to do better, to want to be better. And if we can do that, we can make our communities and the rest of our days on this earth a whole lot better. I know we got some some idiots that we need to deal with, and we can deal with those idiots the best way we can. But I think it's time that we focus on getting our black communities back in order so we can get them back on track so we can give our kids and their kids a brighter future. It's necessary to know that everybody won't see it, that everybody won't join you, that everybody won't have the vision. It's necessary to know that, that a lot of people like to complain, but they don't want to do anything about their situation, that you are an uncommon breed. You know, you have to know within yourself that I can do this. Even if no one else sees it for me, I must see it for myself. That's necessary. That's necessary.